Today's episode is sponsored by TBR. TBR is Book Riot's new subscription service offering tailored book recommendations for readers of all stripes. Been dreaming of a stitch fix for books? Now it's here. Tell TBR about your reading preferences and what you're looking for and sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email so there's an option for every budget. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. That's mytbr.co. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got my backlist. This is episode 83, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! It's like a million degrees in my office right now. It's 60 degrees in Maine. It's Tuesday, the Tuesday before the show is being released. It's 60 degrees. It's supposed to be like 19 tonight. This makes no sense to me. So hot. So I can't even pretend it's because I'm nervous because it's also a million degrees in here. Uh, Today, this was like an epic, epic new release week. I mean, just incredible. So many great books. Uh, I'm going to tell you about some of them. I know that shocks and surprises you, but I am. I'm going to talk about books. But before I talk about books, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Book Riot is giving away a $100 gift card to Amazon in support of Swords and Spaceships, our weekly newsletter about all things sci-fi and fantasy. Sign up for the newsletter at bookriot.com slash sffgiveaway to be entered to win the $100 gift card, and you'll hear about new sci-fi and fantasy releases, interesting industry news, backlist recommendations, and more. And again, that is bookriot.com slash sffgiveaway to enter. So The Lost Man by Jane Harper came out this week. I talked about it on the new show, and I wanted to mention her first novel because I think it's pretty perfect. Uh, Before I go any further, I do want to mention that there is discussion of suicide, so if that's something that you're sensitive to, you might want to skip ahead. Um, But I love this book. It's set in a small town in Australia. There's a federal agent named Aaron Falk. He's returning to his hometown. He hasn't been there in, like, 20 years. Uh, He's going for his former best friend's funeral. Unfortunate things have happened. His best friend, Luke, has killed his family and died by suicide. And Aaron is shocked, like everyone else in town, Uh, He hasn't been there in 20 years because he was accused of murder when he was a teenager, and Luke was his alibi, and Aaron's name was cleared of of the crime, but everyone's suspicions sort of still landed on him, and he and his father had to leave town. Um, and there were actually a couple of people who knew they were lying because Luke was not telling the truth, and now Luke is dead, Aaron doesn't know what has happened, and he's sort of doesn't really want to look into it, but he's kind of pressured into looking into what happened to Luke, and he uncovers some long-buried secrets. It's so good. Uh, Eric Bana is playing Aaron Falk. They're making a TV series, and I saw on Jane Harper's Instagram, I think, like they just started filming, or they are filming. Very excited to see that. So that is The Dry by Jane Harper. Also out this week is the collection of the Binti novellas, I love these books. They're by Nettie Okorafor. Uh, there's three novellas, and now they're being released in one collection. Uh, the first one, starting out, is about a young woman named Binti. She has secretly applied to Umza University, which is the most prestigious school in the galaxy. And she has actually been accepted, and she, they asked her to join them, and she has, says, has said yes. Uh, but she hasn't told anybody, because no one of the Himba people has ever been to the university before. So she just sort of sneaks off and leaves. She knows that she's making a hard decision, but she thinks it's for the best and she really wants to go. Uh, and, it, and her family wouldn't understand, so she just sort of leaves on this ship. 
And at first, like aboard the ship, she is stared at and sort of ridiculed because no one else shares or respects her customs. No one else has ever seen people from her tribe before. So it's kind of hard for her. And now she's on the ship traveling to the school and she's sort of like going from the fire to the frying pan because the university is in reach of the Meduse people, which is an alien race who have long been at war with pretty much everyone. So it's kind of dangerous, this journey. This book is just so full of imagination. Like, all of the books are just incredible. I really loved how she relied on the knowledge of her people to survive and all the different kind of creatures that you encounter in these books. Um, they're Like I said, these are novellas, so I don't really want to tell you what happens aboard the ship, um, but something does happen. Each book is excellent, uh, and I'm still and I'm still going to buy the collection, even though I have all three of the novellas because I just love to do that. I bought all of twenty six sixty six, all of Jerusalem by Alan Moore, the Inheritance Trilogy by N. K. Jemison. I love, have all the single ones and the collections, which explains a little bit why I'm running out of space in my house. I just like to have books; they're all so pretty. Speaking of pretty. Snow White Learns Witchcraft by Theodora Goss is out this week. I have not read it, but it looks fantastic. She is the author of The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter and the sequel, most recently. Uh, And I'm really interested in in reading this book, its stories and poems. And it reminded me of Poisoned Apples, Poems for You, My Pretty by Christine Hepperman. This is sort of like feminist fairy tale poems using contemporary themes There are 50 of them. They're short. They're great. She calls out society's expectations on young girls and women, and they're just very sharp, biting, funny poems, and I just absolutely loved it. So that is Poisoned Apples, Poems for You, My Pretty, by Christine Hepperman. And also out this week is Notes from a Black Woman's Diary by Kathleen Collins. She was an artist and filmmaker and writer. She died in 1988. And this book and her story collection that came out last year, Whatever Happened to Interracial Love, were published because her daughter put the work in and got the attention and got her published. And it's amazing. Her daughter does the the um, intro, I believe, to the story collection, and she goes to events. And the, the book, Whatever Happened to Interracial Love, that came out last year, just these incredible stories. They're ordinary moments in life sort of shaped by, so you see how they're shaped by race and gender and sexuality and family. They're very intimate and they're just incredibly perceptive. I loved it. So that is Whatever Happened to Interracial Love by Kathleen Collins. So for Dealer's Choice this week, I'm going to talk about a brand new book that just came out on Tuesday. Um, I can't help it. I read it too late to talk about it on the new show And I just, I loved it. I loved it so much. This is definitely going to be one of my favorite books of the year. It's called The Last Romantics, and it's by Tara Conklin. It's about the four Skinner children. There's Renee, Caroline, Joe, and Fiona. It's narrated by Fiona. It starts off in the year 2079. She is 102 years old. She has become a very famous poet, like big deal poet. She's doing an event, which is very rare for her those days. Again, she's 102 years old. And she's answering some questions, and a young woman asks her a question that leads her to start telling the story of when she was young. And it takes us back to 1980, 1980-ish. She lives in a big rambling house with all her siblings and her father and mother, and everything is so great. But then her father uh, dies of a heart attack. He's He's a dentist, and he's sitting in his chair, and he dies of a heart attack. And no one was expecting. He's only 34. And so now her mother, Noni, 
she's only 30. She has four children. And she did not know anything about the finances of the Skinner family. She didn't know any... Her husband always took care of everything. And so he dies and she realizes they're broke. And so they have to sell their house and move into a different part of town, into a, a tiny little house. And the kids are very disappointed. And she's very disappointed. And basically when they get there, she's like, okay, everything's going to be okay. And then she gets in bed and she doesn't get out of bed again, really, for three years. And so Fiona and her siblings, they call it the pause when they refer to it, like when their mother was on pause. Um, they kind of run wild. Like the oldest is Renee. She's 11 and now she's running the house. She's feeding them. She's taking care of the chores. She's forging notes. She's doing everything. Fiona is the youngest. She becomes very close to her brother, Joe. He sort of looks out for his sisters. Everyone keeps telling him, you know, no, you're the man of the house. You're the man of the house now. So he, he takes care of them. And eventually... Noni gets out of bed. Like I said, it was like a three-year period. She gets a job, and she becomes a very outspoken feminist. And she's always telling her children, you know, like, no, say no to marriage and say no to children. You know, like, do things for yourself. Get an education. Make your own money. Know what's going on. Like, like this is what happened to me, and, you know, you don't want this for you. Um, and it's sort of like how this and the pause affects the children as they get older. Like, Renee does what her mother says. She wants to please her. She gets degree after degree and just works and works all the time. Caroline is the sensitive one. She's very worried about what her mother will think. She doesn't want to disappoint her mother, but, like, what if she does want those things? What if she wants to get married and have children? You know, she's just very nervous about everything all the time. Um, Joe is the golden child. He gets to do what he wants because he's a boy. Their mom says that the world is a different place for girls, so boys get to do whatever they want, and she's much stricter with the girls. Um, and it's sort of like you get to see later on like how getting whatever he wants and being treated this way leads to problems in his own life. And then there's Fiona, who doesn't believe in love and takes it even a step further. But I'm not going to tell you what that is, but it is where the title of the book comes from. Um, I just, I fell into this book. I fell in love with the Skinners and their heartbreaking story. Uh, I, I had not read her first novel, The House Girl, but I'm definitely going to correct that soon. I just... I loved this book. So again, it is called The Last Romantics, and it's by Tara Conklin. And that is it for me this week, book lovers. Reminder again that you can go to mytbr.co to sign up for a TBR subscriptions. You can go to bookriot.com slash sffgiveaway to sign up for the Swords and Spaceships newsletter and be entered in the $100 gift card giveaway. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash allthebooks. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a reading, a reading, you can, you can read, that's fine. You can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>